Oh, hey, everybody! <laughs> uh, he woke up! <laughs> We're the film pigs. That's what happens when you. That's what happens when you. When you don't know that you're hosting, <laughs> and you suddenly remember, <laughs> this is welcome to the Film Pigs podcast uh, on on no no entity. <laughs> we lost our entity. We're independent. We're indies. Well, uh, this podcast never had an entity. No, I know, I know, I know. But I, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, my, uh, my name is Stephen Falk. I'm your host for this week, uh, this month. Actually, this is the month of October, 2018. To uh, speaker left is Todd Robert Anderson. Hi, everybody. And to my speaker right is Steve Skelton. Yeah, I don't know about the directions. I don't know either, but I just wanted people to think their their setup is broken. Uh, does anyone have surround sound that they don't know if they ever set it up correctly? Uh, no, you not know, me. You know if yeah, I know exactly how I did I not that. know what I did. What? What Sounds do you need okay. to know? Do you need help? I'll yeah, come by. Come help me. But if it by. sounds okay, then maybe the worst you've done is flipped your left and right. No, I just don't think I have. There's so many settings. So many. There's oh, like yeah. ex- expanded surround sound or movie or... What do you put it on? I keep mine on the cinema setting. Okay. Yeah. I know you do... You put it on smoothing for the visual, right? So it gets that nice <laughs> yes. soap opera. So, so it really makes movies look nice. I, oh, you mean like the factory <laughs> setting yeah. of the yeah, screen? I was, in, no, I, was in a, I was in a friend's house years ago and he showed me, the, we were watching the uh, some of them screeners and he showed me Crazy Heart. And I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> And then I realized, oh yeah, that's because he had it on smoothing. Your well, motions that happened on. when I, I had my TV, I have the speakers in the ceiling, you know? Yeah. Ceiling I had speakers. that installed. The, seal, the special Stop ceiling. Bragging. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I'm yeah. bragging. I just got it's, rats in my ceiling. It's literally Charles the only Foster thing. Charles Foster Kane. Yeah, I am a successful <laughs> actor and therefore have surround sound right, on my right. ceiling. All right, continue. But the point is, is when I got Jesus, it set up, the first thing we... I've worked with Jim Rash, and he's a very nice man. I know. And it, I, I take umbrage. I'm saying like Jim Rash level thing. Oh, You're Rash not Rash. even. No. No. Oh, I thought Rashian. you meant Jim Rash level ceiling speakers. Jim, Jim Rash won a fucking Oscar. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, but not for acting. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> you could win. It, maybe you'd be a really good gaffer. Yeah. Best they give gaffer. gaffer? I, I played a supporting one-day guest star to his one-day guest star on the series of Clueless. Oh. Great we, story. That really, yeah, that really killed the a, conversation. Yeah, it's a real Hollywood insider that's real, story. That's a real conversation <laughs> stopper. I didn't know what to say. Uh, uh, neither did we. <laughs> that was all I had. Anyway, your speakers are in the ceilings. Yeah, so they're in the ceilings, but then when we got the TV, the first movie we watched was the new Ghostbusters, you know, with Melissa McCarthy. The one that ruined every ruined my childhood? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm, so super, many sorry. I'm super sorry about your shitty childhood, but... Yeah, if your childhood was ruined by Lady Ghostbusters, your childhood sucks. Yeah. Well, unless you watch Lady Ghostbusters in your childhood because it's not a good movie <laughs> I can see that ruining like a night <laughs> why is this movie so boring hours. yeah if it ruins your whole night movies have too much power well, yeah. you can walk you can walk out your ni- yeah. you can walk out well and, I guess if you make if you're too excited anyway movie. money speakers anyway so it was on that setting the the display floor setting where the it's motion like really smoother yeah the smoother I don't they the don't smoother. call it they don't call it smoother it's they call smoother. it like 
on my TV, it's called like super bright. Yeah, but it's, yeah, there's different awesome terms sauce. or whatever. Or, yeah. No, I think and, that's what and they it, call it. Yeah. And it, on the floor at Best Buy or wherever, it looks fantastic. It, the colors pop, but it's competing with everything that's around right. it. So when you get it into your living room and it's right. in like setting, it looks like hell. It looks like fucking hell. And how you're many, like, I, Best Buy Live? Why the been? fuck is, what's wrong with my TV? Well, Why does Melissa McCarthy look like a cartoon? I feel like the problem with AV stuff in general is uh, internet solutions are, are very confusing. And True. there's no consensus. True. And people who come to your house are equally confused and there's no consensus. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the, the guy who installed it, I literally said to him, is there... Do I need to set the TV to something else because I know because I knew that there was that setting yeah. that made it mm. look weird when it was in your living room versus the display room floor? And he said, and he "I was, mostly do toilets, sir." I don't know. That's entirely up to you. Ugh, it see. was like a weird thing where he was like, I "No, mean, no, no. I set mine on cinema, but I'm not telling you what to do." It was almost like uh, he signed an NDA or something. <laughs> I don't. It was really weird. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe he was. Uh, yeah, the, the people at Best Buy had him like strangleholded to not. Yeah. No, don't don't force your agenda. <laughs> Maybe it's like but the, the, I mean, I, the Me Too version of AV. But he didn't up. work for Best Buy at all. He was an individual guy who got the TVs, like on the. Cheap He's in the from pocket of Big Buy. So what is your what, what what's your inches? So You have a seventy-five. Yeah, I have a seventy-five. Oh, I was yeah. gonna it's get. Ridiculous. Hillary said, "Do not get." Anything bigger than a 65. So this guy came over and he's like, okay. And Todd said, I'm a man and I'll get whatever I want. No, I said, no such thing. <laughs> I am a man, so therefore I didn't tell her anything. <laughs> and hoped she wouldn't know. And to this day, she has no idea what you have. And hoped your wife, a teacher, she, didn't know how to measure things. Your poor wife is under the illusion that six, 75 inches is 65 inches. <laughs> so to her, everything looks 10 inches smaller. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks everything she thinks your is dick is small. like a negative five she's inches. like what's up with your dick it's like it's like one of those weird those hallway optical illusions <laughs> the perspective goes. yeah I love that you guys don't think that she knew right away I was lying she did as soon as oh, of course she did as soon as she as saw as she watched she's the like what the That's fuck is that yeah. and then we watched the movie she was like I it's love okay. this yeah, yeah. it's okay how far are you from your screen though like about two I, feet like <laughs> <laughs> you actually, he can't, you can't see the whole screen from where you sit. I, I, he has favorite pixels. <laughs> it's like his wall, go-to pixel. It's wall-mounted, so I literally lie across the entertainment unit underneath <laughs> it and look up at it adoringly as my family sits on the sofa. What, uh, what, so what's your, what's your eyeball to front of screen distance either? Uh, it's about nine feet. Oh, that's too, that, yeah, that's too big. It's really too bad. That's way too bad. Yeah, it's great. I see. Yeah, because we're redoing our house. I have to decide now because we're locked. We're building like built-in, so I have to decide. See, I, I went for sixty-five. I would have put a fucking full-on wall TV. You would have gone like hundred. Like you're rebuilding your house, like in like you'd be like Dodger Stadium. And, yeah, yeah like in yeah. like in Total Recall, the whole wall. <laughs> yeah, full wall. it'd be a full wall. J- jumbotron, four <laughs> sides. So what, what you're saying room. is I fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up on totally the lift. All right. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, I got to come out to uh, where we're... Where, uh, well, we won't say where you live for <laughs> security reasons. But let's just make up, up something ridiculous like Simi Valley. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I would never live with those inbred it's Nazis. It's ridiculous. It's so far away. But maybe Rocket someday I'll dying. come out to Silver Lake. I mean... <laughs> 
Simi Valley. <laughs> oh. And uh, see it. Okay, I'd like to see it. Why don't yeah. you invite me over sometime? Yeah, come on. You're welcome anytime. How far is Silver Lake? Like Silver Lake miles, from, right? from your house? It's like, yeah, I mean, no traffic. It'll take you like 40 minutes. I went once. Yeah. I haven't been invited back. That's because you were difficult. Yeah, there was. I mean, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I was, I was yeah, very difficult. You were a little out of line. Let's, I was. Uh, let's I put was. all our cards on the table here. You were, yeah. You said fire to three people. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, look. It was funny. The people in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> Granted. The cul-de-sac people were staring at me. <laughs> Weirdly. You, yeah. Your son had a lot of attitude about his room. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you so a lot. You said fire to my neighbors. And, and your wife son. was very proud and of her wife. of her succulents. Yeah, I know, I get it, and I'm not saying comedically and, you were and wrong. If, if there's one it thing that will that will immolation. set Falk off, it's someone enjoying succulents. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> Uh, if I, the and you minute, knew that. You, I mean, you all like, knew that. I once killed a guy because he was drinking a cactus cooler on set. <laughs> We were baiting him, granted. <laughs> granted. But we did not think he would go that far. Well, whenever I get out to Silver Lake, I... I, I <laughs> it's a lot of traffic in Silver Lake. It's very frustrating. It is, it is. Uh, Unlike and, somewhere like Simi Valley, where there's fucking no traffic. And oh, yeah? lots of parking. Oh, is there? Yeah, because no, everybody's afraid to go there because it's contaminated with like nuclear stuff. Oh. Rocketdyne. And there's so Ku Klux Klan people, Toxic yeah. Avengers, and, and the cops will uh, throw you under the bus. How, how are the, King. How's the what, what's the chud level? The chud level is very low. <laughs> because <laughs> this, but but persistent. It's, it doesn't let up. But if there's only like two or three chuds in right. Sydney, because the sewers are much smaller than they are oh. in New York. Where they're giant, and you can just walk through and have yeah. like entire villages down there. How many it's you got per grade? <laughs> There's <laughs> one clown in a neighborhood, but that's not what bothers me. What but bothers luckily, me, luckily they're they're all required to have the balloons, so you know where they are. No, yeah, yeah, right, no. Right, right. you know that you see the balloons coming out of the grate, <laughs> so you don't go to that <laughs> sewer. But it's hard to know which ice cream men are ice cream oh, ice men. cream men oh. yeah for and sure and there's so many of them right and but they, they I, I like that they, they the police out there make you they, they have the online map and you can track the balloon yeah so you can see where where <laughs> yeah. it's going yeah. yeah it's very helpful yeah um, well uh, again this is a, this is our, our our special uh uh October end of October edition of the uh, of the film pigs Halloween podcast Halloween, yeah, if you, if Halloween. You will. All Hallows ha, ha, Eve. Ha, all Hallows Eve. <laughs> and uh, along those lines, uh, nothing speaks, uh, says Halloween like, uh, like uh, imaginary journalists. Uh, this is the time for movie news. Movie news, uh, you might have guessed, is a segment where we discuss, where we, we basically have sent out our squad of movie journalists to dig deep, root like, like so many truffle pigs. Uh, into the under underbelly of of Hollywood to root out the uh, pertinent Mushrooms? stories. No Truffles? stories. <laughs> stories. Stories about uh, movie. Uh, I, that was a metaphor. Uh, that was like a, oh, I was like a metaphor. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, so the, this is the hottest, most breakingest movie news uh, out there, really. Yeah. Outside of um, uh, E Entertainment Network, <clears throat> um, uh, starring Dabney Holtgreen, uh, <laughs> Stephen J. Skelton. Oh, hey, yeah, I've got uh, uh, my crack reporter team uh, stole this from Variety. 
Uh, and it's You're not a, supposed to say that part out loud. <laughs> oh, it's we. It's ours. Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard's London Field suffers one of the worst box office debuts ever. Ooh. It's a long delayed mystery drama brought in a dismal $116,000 when it opened in 613 North American theaters. That's quite a lot of yeah. theaters. The movie was originally set to premiere in 2015 but was pulled from screening after the director sued producers. Then two months later, the producers countersued the director, accusing him of breaching his contract and going over his $8 million budget. The producers then also sued Amber Heard for $10 million for breach of contract, accusing her of sabotaging the project. She countersued, alleging that the producers violated her, known, her nudity agreement. Her no nudity agreement. Uh, <clears throat> Heard settlement was reached in September. The director's suit has yet to be resolved. The New York Times called the movie quite simply horrendous. <laughs> A trashy, tortured misfire from beginning to end. And Variety said uh, the novel proves even more unadaptable than except- expected. Wow. Ah. Currently holds a 0% critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Can I, uh, can I interject here? Sure. A little personal anecdote. Oh, please. I had drinks with Amber Heard about really? uh, yeah, a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, we Did to- you tell her how much your friend Todd liked Don't Drive Angry? No, I, I, I was I, I was unfamiliar with her work. Oh, outside of her relationships. You've not seen Drive Angry. Mm-mm. I like Drive Angry. Are you? You're a jerk. Okay, <laughs> you're invited over to my house. Oh, to I'm watch not, Drive Angry. That's usually, how people invite me to their house. And Mandy. <laughs> I like to see Mandy. Double feature. Is she in Mandy? No, no, but it's Nick, Nick Cage. Cage is in both. It's a Nick Cage. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I did not. Uh, Amber Heard. Uh, we had drinks at the Chateau Marmont. And how was it? Was she lovely? She was. I. She'll not. She'll not listen to this. I almost guarantee. Uh huh. Really, I find that surprising. I, I assume say she, she was, listened to all. Of I'm it. assuming everyone in the biz listens to this podcast. <laughs> she was quite lovely. <laughs> she. I will say, she is free with her. This is going to sound wrong. Uh, uh, with her um, mouth. She speaks a lot about oh. things oh, okay. that might yeah. be of interest. Uh-huh. So she is. She has no filter? Is right. that what you're saying? Huh, okay. I might say that. Okay, so... I learned a lot of fun things I did not ask about. Can you give us an example of something you learned? Don't give names. Just like anonymous, like just keep it very general. Just a, like a shocker for you. Uh, that one of her boyfriends... Um, uh, how do I say? Surveilled her. What does that mean? One of her famous boyfriends put like surveillance. Like a team. Like, like PIs and stuff. No, like like trackers and oh, cameras like, and such. Oh, wow, shit, that's yeah. creepy. Wait, like put like bugs on her so he could track her movement? Yeah, or something like that. This Jesus is all. This is all hearsay. Hear, yeah, hearsay. Hearsay from the person who it happened to. She's very interesting. I want to. I want to hang out with Amber. She's a nice she lady. seems nice. She's a, she was a, she's lovely. Um. Anyway, good good. I'm so, I'm sorry, Amber. That yeah, I, no, I'm sorry your a... movie didn't do well, but you're 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 gonna fucking kill it in Aquaman, guaranteed. Oh, that's right. She's in Aquaman. Oh, yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I think Aquaman's probably gonna make up a little. I think bit you'll do. For I think you'll. I think yeah. she'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be all right. Do you do you think Aquaman looks fun? Uh, do I? Yes. Uh. N- not personally, 
Do you? Eh, I'm on the fence with Aquaman. Uh, why don't like? I I don't yet. I don't really think Jason Momoa is a star. No. I don't. I, I like Momoa. I like. Have him. you seen Braven? No, I haven't seen Braven. <laughs> well, that's not a real just movie. Just throw your judgments. Is Matt Craven in Braven? <laughs> <laughs> that was the tagline. That was. <laughs> Brave. Is that That's why it was disappointing because yeah. he wasn't. He's not. Yeah. He's not the answer is no. Todd, movie news. <laughs> My movie news is this. All right, here we go. Um, second biggest R-rated R-rated horror opening of all time. Second biggest October opening of all time. Tenth biggest R-rated movie of all time. Biggest box office slasher movie ever. Biggest opening for Blumhouse Productions. Biggest opening for a horror movie with a female lead. Biggest opening for a movie ever with the over 55 female lead. Happy fucking Halloween. That is pretty awesome. It is Halloween. That it is, is Halloween. Halloween. That's my news. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it blows my mind. It's awesome, I think. Yeah. It's a good time to be Jason Blum. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a tricked out van that he just rides around and like looking at cuts and shit. A van? Yeah, like a seventies van? No, like a, a like a, a current van? like a Blum van. What's a current van look like? Like, like uh, those? Like have you ever been on a location scout? Like a the silvery like fancy van. No you know, fancy van with tall like tall fancy van. Tall fancy van. Oh, that you would use for like a, the, you also use for like you know like TV broadcast. Like a party bus? No, like a van. Well, no, but no, it's like a tall van. It's like a van but tall. tall and how van. are the what are the seats like in there? He puts like special seats in there. Is there cocktail tables and stuff? I don't know. Probably he probably has something that you can put stuff on. Is it I shag carpeting like ceiling to floor? Look when you when you uh, when you when you have squeeze all the budget and make everyone like not dress in trailers and, <laughs> and 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 don't pay anyone and just give them points. You can afford nice fans when you're. <laughs> When your when your sets are alleged to be horrible places to work, are they really? I don't know. There've been stories. This I'm not. I have no insider knowledge other than stories I've read. Uh, but he's spending money on TV because you can't you can't really like you can't not pay TV people. Isn't that great? TV now wins and movies yeah. are just like shit. That's I love interesting. It. Yeah, that's far, really well. Like, what is the deal with what he pays people? What do you mean? His movies. Well, because like, he makes them for the, that. That's where he started out. He made really, really low budget movies. Sure. And like you know, and f- fucks unions over and stuff, and doesn't pay people. You know, that's why I like uh, like Saw, like uh, Carrie Ool's like sued the shit out of him, right? Because he was like he wanted more money. He, he, oh right, Saw. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Anyway, anyway, I don't know Jason Blum. Uh, what I do know is <laughs> he, he, he's got a fabulous. Vibe. I do know this piece of uh, movie news, which ties into yours. Um, this is hot news. Aquaman will have key flashbacks to Aquaman's past. Oh! So James Wan's Aquaman uh, is a. Does it start when he's like a single cell? Well, it's primarily Temple. he's he's, uh, he, he's one of those uh, one of those little brine shrimp uh, sea monkeys. Sea <laughs> monkeys. But like a but like ripped, yeah. like a ripped abzy sea monkey. Like a hot sea <laughs> monkey. So it's primarily a solo, solo character movie, right? Obviously, yeah. but set after the events of Justice League. Goof. Um, but it's also origin Who story. Who cares? 
Milk well, well that that's sort of my my punchline, uh, which is amazing news. To which I have to say, nerds, <laughs> who fucking cares, nerds, nerds. My other piece of news is going to be that Rainbow Five, uh, he's a cowboy. Yeah, the thing about Rambo Five. I didn't know that. Rambo Isn't he Five. Also gonna Rambo fight an Five alien is Rambo too. Rambo Five is stupid because why is he going after the Sicario thing again? I don't know. And Peppermint already did that. He should he be likes going to help after people. Rambo. Should be sh- he should be on our home turf, and he should be fighting Nazis in America. That's what Ooh, Rambo should Rambo do. Rambo Five versus white supremacists. Another, yeah, awesome. this is what I'm saying. Well, Another if, fucking if I, cartel, if, Mexican cartel movie. Who fucking cares? Jennifer Garner took on the cartel. Yeah. Fuck you, Rambo. You're a pussy. What's that movie called? Gumball. Peppermint. <laughs> gumball. <laughs> I really thought it was gumball. <laughs> I want the sequel. There will never be a sequel there to Peppermint, but I want the sequel to be who, Yeah, but who, who would star in Gumball? Uh, Me, anyway, I that, would. That, that white... That white Robert Anderson, codenamed Gumball. That, uh, much like when Jason Blum spills something in his van, that wipes up our movie news. <laughs> uh, uh. Burn, Hollywood, burn. I smell a ride going on. First they're guilty, now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out a movie, but it'll take a black one to move me. Give me the Snap. <laughs> that music uh, means that it's time for our theme discussion. Every month, you, you, this is radical, but we pick a theme. I know. It's great. Well, not when we do ba- only it's when like, you're here. It's like we're doing a report and once a month. When Falk is here, we have to do specific stuff. Well, we do when he's thing. not here, we just ramble. <laughs> well, look, unlike <laughs> this. <laughs> this is on point and tight. What are so you listen. About? So our, our, th- our, th- our theme here is uh, very timely, and it is the Halloween franchise. <sighs> now I bring that up because currently David Gordon Green's French, uh, uh, Halloween um, uh, sequel reboot. I'm not sure exactly what to call it's it. It's the third sequel. Sequel. Se- no, no, it's the sequel to. It's the third Halloween two, and also the third requel. movie just called Halloween. If you will, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not wrong. The, because, no, no, no. What, the I, you're right. Well, ha- there's a Halloween two. Oh, right. Look, yeah, look, yeah, look. Yeah, and yeah. then, and then the 2009. And then yes. the Rob Zombie yeah, Halloween Rob two. Zombie, yeah. And this is called Halloween. Although Halloween Rob Zombie really encompassed one and two. So the 2009 sequel yeah. was. I mean, yes, it's two, but it really wasn't. Two, two. You're, I see what you're saying. Here, it was look, more look. of a ha- the Halloween three that never was. Look, here's the thing. Halloween. Two and a half. Halloween's made over $100 million. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's been number one two weeks in a row. It's massively successful. It's made the Halloween franchise the number two uh, horror franchise of all time. Mm-hmm. Adjusted dollars. Um, so here, so look, it, it's, this, is a, uh, this is a complicated, very complicated uh, uh, franchise. Complicated? <laughs> well, in terms of... Of canon versus non-canon versus reboots versus... Versus what the fuck is yeah, going you know, on? Like, Game of Thrones <laughs> is complicated because it all ties together. Halloween. But here, let, let, let's, just, let's just try to talk. Let's just try to talk. Let's Go. Try, let, let's, Sorry. let's do a very... And you can help augment because I'm by no means an expert at these. John Carpenter made in 78 a movie called Halloween. Wrote with Deborah Hill. 
uh, and um, you know, it was a first slasher movie. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis uh-huh. starred in uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um, reverse Captain Kirk mask. Reverse Captain Kirk, Kirk mask bought for a dollar ninety nine and augmented. Um, then they, you know, that came out a couple of years later with uh, Halloween two. Which, which then, which actually took part of the TV. Uh, he added a scene for Halloween one when it was on TV to explain what he had to do in Halloween two, which is make Jamie Lee Curtis's character actually be the sister, the right, sister, right. adopted mm. sister of Michael. So they to somehow sh- justify why Michael, this 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 crazy dude, was killing these babysitters, uh, and it all surrounded Laurie Strode. Who turns out to be his sister? Right. It'll get more complicated than that—the mythology of why he had to kill her or try to kill her. But anyway, Halloween two then picked, took took that on that they were sisters, and he went back and George Lucas, the original, added a new scene for the television broadcast. So then Halloween three, season of the witch came by, but it was but he Carpenter said no no Michael you can do it but you can't be Michael. So they made a whole different story. It's some bullshit, some deadbeat dad fighting an evil, uh, battling an evil businessman who's using like giant computers and a hunk of Stonehenge yeah, yeah. to magically kill children with a TV commercial. Well, and the concept, right? real, that's it basically a, it. It was yeah, a real right. smooth no. transition. Uh, here's a little. That was here's, a great here's synopsis. A little song from the uh, the 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 commercial. According to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. According to Halloween, Silver Shot. According to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. According to Halloween, Silver Shot. Your synopsis, your synopsis is great. It's like the interesting thing, and what I loved about the concept of Halloween Three was Carpenter's whole concept. Season of the Witch, by the way. Season of the Witch, Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Carpenter had the concept when he made Halloween was not to make a Halloween 2 like another Michael Myers movie was to make an annual Halloween movie make it yeah, an like an anthology, anthology. Yeah. which is yeah. Yeah. yeah but he had to do Halloween 2 in order to make Halloween 3 happen for the money people right so he did it but then because of those two Michael Myers movies when the third one happened people got upset because they were expecting yeah Right. So then, and that was, uh, let's see who did that one. Um, Tommy Lee Wallace. And then um, it looks like Alan McElroy did four, which we're talking about the return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Michael Myers comes back. Jamie Lee Curtis does not. So instead, it focuses on her daughter. Four and five, name, friend of the show. Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Because they want to be able to say Jamie's coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though Jamie Lee right. Curtis was not coming back. Uh, eventually, like the, the end of the movie. The marketing department must have felt so smart. Yeah. Eventually, the police shoot him and he falls down a mine shaft, dead. Yeah. The great thing about Halloween movies that I find, he's almost dead, but then he just picks up and he's not dead. Just suddenly not dead. And they dead. find, <laughs> they just write themselves into a corner and say, we'll figure it out. Mine shaft, sure. shot, dead. Halloween Although, five. at the beginning of the original, he did not die. The end of the original. You're right. That was the only one. Yes. Halloween 5, Revenge of Mike Myers, uh, also follows Jamie. Um, he actually, so Michael survived the gunshots and, uh, he stumbles upon a hermit that, mm-hmm. that, that fixes him up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's also following Jamie ends with him being taken to police custody, uh, only to be broken out by a mysterious dark figure. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Which leads to Halloween. Right. It's a cult guy. Yeah. Well, then, then, so then, then the Curse of Michael, My- Curse of Michael Myers, <laughs> which stars Paul Rudd. <laughs> right. Jamie's killed off. Uh, there's Paul Rudd. This is now we're in 1989, and now uh, shit goes haywire. Michael, you you find out now they just crammed this druid mythology. <laughs> there's an ancient druid curse where he's allergic to dying, and he basically has to, these people have to kill their so entire <laughs> they have to kill their entire family to end the curse. Um, Doctor Loomis is still here, played by Donald Pleasant somehow, and he died during it, uh, as I just learned. Um, and uh, 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 so there's this druid curse that you have to kill your entire family, basically. That's... God, these druid curses are such a hassle. Druid curses oh, are Jesus terrible. Christ, yeah. yeah. For, like the whole sixth one with the cult shit. It's Crazy. so weird. So then then finally uh, Michael's ah! subdued by Paul Rudd, injects a whole bunch of tranquilizers in him. Who hasn't been subdued by Paul Rudd at some point? Well, subdued by his charm. Yeah, yeah I'm subdued by <laughs> every time I see him. Uh, then Loomis goes back into the san- sanitarium. And then we go to Halloween H2O, <laughs> 20 years later. Uh, they basically ignored 4 through 6. So 4 through 6 is now gone. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but they kept 3. They kept three. They no, kept, kept two. No, they kept two. one and two. One and two. Three's not, three's three's not canon. Gone. Three's yeah. a non-issue. Four, now four through six is gone. It has nothing to do with the water at all. No. <laughs> H2O was... No, because it was the 20th That was bad marketing. It's because of T2. But there's no one's... Yeah, but it's also the 20th. It yeah, like the 20th yeah, yeah. But calling it H2O suggests it has something to do with water. Yeah, which no, is, I know. But yeah, no one's but even that's... drinking water. Anyway, Lori faked... So it turns out Lori faked her own death. Never had a daughter. <laughs> right. No, all those movies were pretend. Yeah, those movies <laughs> were pretend. This one's real. Yeah. Uh, Movie magic. No druid mojo. Uh, Michael hasn't been seen in 20 years. And so Laurie's back. He's fighting Laurie. Uh, Laurie succeeds in stopping Michael, but uh, needs to know he's dead. So she decapitates him. Yep. Finally killing him. But then Jamie Lee Curtis wanted to come back. So in 2000, or a couple years later, whenever it was, in 92 because H2O was a big success yes. so, 98 yeah. Not, yeah yeah within a few years Jamie Lee Curtis came back got the money and then died immediately within the first, yeah, the first scene yeah right uh, so it's three years later turns out Michael did not die and get decapitated but, but... He, he switched his clothes out with a paramedic uh, and he wants to and be he, a reality television star and he crushed the larynx <laughs> of the paramedic so now we know why he didn't say I'm not Michael I'm a paramedic <laughs> right at and the that end. was who Laurie killed just the rest seamless, of the movie is about an internet live stream <laughs> with Busta Rhymes <laughs> There's Michael. so many bad choices that yeah. made. Uh, uh, right. So, uh, and, and now Lori is Michael's sister. Now, we sister. went and saw this one in the theaters, didn't we? Yeah, and this uh, is... It, resurrection of all of them is the most straight-to-video-looking yeah. motherfucker. Ever. Anyway, this is this is crazy. There's Buster Rhymes. It's, you know... Uh, yeah, it's bad. A whole bunch of non-actors being killed through a webcam. Well, yeah, because there's, like, Buster Rhymes... Was it Tyra Banks was in this one, too? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. And it was... It was, like, half... Found footage yeah. because it was right, 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 right. Yeah. So anyway, so then, then in 2007, Rob Zombie did a remake. A Carpenter was like, just make your own movie, whatever. Like the spirit of it. It's like, I guess Fargo, the TV series right. to Fargo, the movie, kind of. 
focuses on young Michael Myers or the or the events of being locked up 15 years in a sanitarium, right? He's like he's they establish early on that Jamie's his sister or mm. Lori, mm. Lori's his sister. Um, and, and he's got his crazy mom. Yeah, and Doctor Loomis is now Michael McDowell. What's the name of the actress who plays his mom in the Rob Zombie uh, um, movie? Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. They have the same last, yeah, cr- no, weird last weird. name. That's weird. So weird. So weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, Michael gets shot in the head. Then they make a remake, and now Laurie and uh, and and Michael are mind melded with their mom. It's <laughs> mind melted. Uh, they share visions of their mother. It's really awful. Anyway, but so, it's super gory. The gore is good in the zombie movie. Yeah, oh yeah. And they were gonna really do another one, and then he was like, no. And then they, the, whoever had it, lost the rights in 2012. Anyway, cut to 2017. And enter an unlikely uh, indie uh, hero, uh, David Gordon Green, uh, <laughs> who decide who's a you know indie filmmaker. Uh, him and Kenny Powers decide to remake it for Blumhouse now and Universal, and uh, and they got Jamie Lee Curtis to come back, and so they made this year a sequel to the original, as we said. So like mm-hmm. Halloween two. Now nothing has happened. Now the, now we're racing all the movies. Yeah, now it's just the first one. Now we're racing all the movies, and uh, and Michael's been in a sanitarium, and I don't know some some who is it? Journalists go back to, and then he there's a bus crash, and right he comes to get get. Yeah, away. there's a journalist who or a pair of journalists who are yeah. obsessed with Mike Myers. Right. So they go and they interview him. And that's just to set up that he's a crazy guy who has to be in chains in okay. the yard all the time. Right. Uh, but yeah, then he... And, and it's very akin to the original in that there's a crash. Right. Which is, that happens yeah. in the original. There's a crash and all the mental patients get out, one of which is Mike Myers. You know what I found interesting? And, and anyway, it's made a lot of money. It's very successful. People like it. Um, it's fun. It's got Toby Huss. And any movie with Toby Huss... You gotta like Top Toby. Yeah. It's okay with me. I like Cowboys versus Aliens. Terrible movie. I didn't but hate Toby, it because it had Toby, Toby Huss. Yeah. Who's having a great career. He's great. Really good and career. And he does a great Frank, Frank Sinatra. He came, into my, uh, he came into my storytelling show and he was hilarious. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. He did, yeah. Uh, you know what I find? Just a footnote. The, the, uh, the Halloween 2 H2O was directed by Steve Miner. It just occurs to me. And, the, and on oh. Saturday night... I went to my friend's backyard and he held a screening of uh, Friday the 13th 3D. Uh huh. Which is directed by Steve Miner. Well, Miner uh, did two and three. Yeah. Um, he did Lake Placid. Yeah. Um, oh. He's done a lot of like great like horror schlock. Well, 3D is awful. Uh, but, but it's maybe it's awful. Friday the 13th 3D is awful, but it provided the iconic image of Jason. Voorhees. Yeah, because with hockey before, masks. yeah, before yeah, three, there was no hockey. Mask. But also, it's it's three D back. I mean, three D. You think three D sucks now? Oh man, three D technology there back was then. awful. Oh, you mean the three D technology, not the film itself? No, the film itself was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but as also opposed, the way, as opposed to all the other, the fun. way three D is used, where it's just like. I'm gonna. It's like a shot of them doing a yo-yo into the camera for no reason, or I'm painting. Oh, here's the paintbrush in the camera. It's pretty hilarious. A lot of fun. If you have not seen Coming at You, 
which is a 1980s 3D western. I highly recommend. Oh, it's just all that shit. Because it's and like and they end the film with a credit sequence where they show you all the 3D effects. One of which is a naked baby ass being put into your face. Hilarious. It's a naked baby ass that just gets put in your face. Over. So. All right, so so it's so he, so here's what what's to say about how I it's fascinating right now for the reboot remake sequel combo. I, I find sure. that interesting. Give me an order. Place these movies in their final correct order, Todd. Oh my God! I mean, but it's like choose your own adventure. That's no, the only way no, to do it. There's one order. There's an order. Like of a best best to worst. Oh, uh. best to worst. Okay. For me, personally? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, the best one is Halloween, the 78 yeah, original. Yes. I would say the second best Halloween is Halloween 2. Original Halloween 2. The original Halloween 2. Okay. I would say the third best Halloween Directed by movie, Rick Ro- No. Uh, Rosenthal. Rosenthal. No, Tommy Lee Wallace. Tommy Lee. No, no, Rick Rosenthal. Rick Rosenthal, Rosenthal yeah. Wait, no, Rosenthal directed... No. Oh, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm lost. I think Rosenthal... Yeah, Rosenthal directed that one, and, okay, and maybe and, he did three, too, I don't know. Yeah, 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 Deborah and, and Tommy Lee Wallace, yeah, yeah. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote it, but Rick Rosenthal directed it. So, okay, so I would go... Oh, no, wait. First two. So, first two the first originals. two originals, and then the latest Halloween would be the third. Okay, so, the okay. New, so 2018 is three. Yeah. And then the fourth best Halloween movie is Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Wow. Okay, Tommy Lee Wallace is really? epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, it's at least weird and interesting <laughs> and not the same fucking thing. Okay. Um, and then after that, I would put Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Halloween 2 before Halloween. Yes. His Halloween 2. His Halloween is the worst, I would say. Of the bu- well, no. Mm-mm. Uh, okay, so I'm don't forget. Going- so now you have four, five, and six, and then the nineties. Right. The so then after Rob Zombie's Halloween two, I would put H two O. Okay. And after H two O, I would put four and five. Okay. And then after four and five, I would put. Uh, I would put Resurrection. Rob Zombie's. Uh, no, I would put oh, that's Halloween. The sequel to was, H2O. Uh, Resurre- yeah, yeah, I would put Resurrection right. after. And then you have H2O. six and the and, and the then Rob I would Zombie put six original. and then I would put Zombie. Do you, uh, do, you uh, first. do you have any anything to add? I think I mean I, I I would probably push three back a couple spots yeah. and move the Rob Fair. Zombie in front, but otherwise Fair. mostly I think that's I concur. So <laughs> mostly. So okay, so what what do you guys what makes Michael Myers compelling? Is it just the mask? Is it his is well, unstoppable? Well, no, I mean the original. I mean the original is you know he's the prototype for the slasher. Yes, but uh, what is it about and, that? Yeah, and if for Michael Myers in particular, before like late later, I mean late in later sequels when he you know becomes the inevitable indestructible monster right. um, as opposed to you know something like a Freddy Krueger who starts as an indestructible monster right he's just a fucking crazy guy yeah yeah and he's... with with that just inside out like this really simplistic turned out you know no budget making it work 
kind of uh, idea mask of just turning a generic Halloween mask inside out. So it's it's he's just kind of this amorphous, right. blobby, ghost-looking uh, guy in, in in that like coverall thing, and just with the. So it's the, it, but it's, it's like it's the just, inevitability. It taps into that like childhood yeah. dream fear of you can't escape. What's come? It's just a person who's relentless. It's it's a yeah. The, it's it's the relentless. It's yeah. the relentless. But I, coming. I, yeah, absolutely. And I I would say like before leading up to Michael Myers in the original Halloween, you had uh, Norman Bates in Psycho, mm-hmm. um, and then basically, I mean, there were some slasher Italian films in the interim, but American wise, then you had. Uh, Black Christmas mm-hmm. uh, That's true. By, yeah. by Bob Clark, Clark which yeah. but the thing about Psycho and Black Christmas is both of those killers had very clear backstories and, and stuff like histories that were right. happening whereas Mike Myers and, and it, it, it for me it all comes down to the last couple lines of the original Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, Laurie Strode, says to uh, Loomis, Sam uh, Loomis, Dr. Loomis, played by uh, Donald Pleasance, says to him, is the boogeyman real? Right. And he says, as a matter of fact, that was. And I think that's what works about Michael Myers, that like... Friday the 13th aped and, and in a lot of ways Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street aped even though they gave him more personality but he is the boogeyman right. and what is so effective about him versus Friday the 13th is just dumb I mean like the whole franchise is stupid as fuck but um, I think Freddy was a more interesting like slasher bad guy but Mike Myers was rooted completely in reality it was just a well, escaped more, crazy person right. who you couldn't stop I mean it was more he's like, not supernatural but yeah and out of, in the yeah. original well that's yeah in the original and it's out of all of those kind of you know the 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 big three uh, slasher guys he's the most real. He's like the silent version of like Ed Gein like the yeah, yeah. but he's like yeah. a real person yeah. who is you know something's broken in them and right. yeah. they can't be stopped. And I think part of what's scary about that for me is the concept of the fact that there is... Because I'm not a, a faithful person and I'm not a very spiritual person. So the concept of a human being who can be pure evil to me is scarier than something that's supernatural. Yeah. Right. yeah. And and that's what worked about right. Mike Myers for me, at least in the first couple movies. What do you make of this horror reboot thingy that like ignoring the sequels, like just like it's not it's not only horror that does this, but it worked for Star Trek, so yeah. why not do it for horror too? I you know like, you know so they kind yeah. of just reclaim yeah. you know just wiping the slate clean and going let's I mean, just comic books have been doing yeah, it for a long exactly. time exactly yeah, that's comic books do it all the time they always recycle they and paint renew themselves, themselves. In a yeah and then and then reset we've gotten too complicated let's reset things make yeah. things simple so new readers can come in it's the same right, right, you know right. same type of uh, thinking and, yeah. yeah I mean it, it it makes sense for getting new audiences and I don't know I. It, you know that guy Jake Wall, right? This mm-hmm. screenwriter. He wrote, and he he let me read it. Uh, he had been hired to write a sequel to Halloween like fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and he showed it to me. Now I, I loved it. The, the, and the concept was it was all the characters who had survived, yeah, like throughout the franchise. 
like brought back together and Michael Myers is getting revenge or like finishing what he started getting out. And I loved that idea. That's a great way to like pull in the entire mythology. But, you know, getting rid of a mythology such as Halloween's yeah, which is does not fucking ridiculous. bother me at all. <laughs> um, uh, should, should they continue? Should they make a sequel to the this new one? Um, they probably will. <clears throat> they will. I don't care. It's a slasher movie. Let's remember what this is. I mean, for me personally, anyway, it's murder. It's murder. It's porn murder. It's it's you know everybody because these franchises have been ar- around for so long. I feel like we're overthinking what this is. You're just going to watch teenagers well, get Well, but not, not necessarily, because I think there's something more... There, there, there's a primal creepiness rather than, like, sure. going to see, like, a, a, a Teristas-type movie, like a... Like a, like a torture porn torture movie? Torture porn, yeah, which has no, its own no, pleasures. No, but. no, sure. All I'm saying is there's... I mean, yes... But there are original slides. There was just Hellfest, which I saw in the theaters. I actually saw it, and I enjoyed it. And it, and it was just teenagers getting slaughtered by a murderer at one of these like yeah. It's like don't let's type, not forget uh, this is you know was originally was and was supposed to be very kind of uh, uh, pulpy B movie horror. Yeah, it's supposed to be cheap thrills. It's not supposed. Right. It's not supposed to you yeah. know have uh, all this backstory. I mean, I think yeah. that's why it probably was good that like Danny McBride and and David Gordon Green, who did Pineapple Express, like infused some fun into it. You know. Yeah, they did, and without and, without it being like fun with a capital F. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't get precious about yeah. the thing. I mean, I think part of what worked about the new one is that they did just skew everything. And say we're just making a direct sequel to the original. Right. Well, and it, and it works in the case of Halloween in particular too, because like we just went through that whole convoluted mythology, and who actually remembers that anyway? I mean, I, mean, I do. But but the general <laughs> you have problems. Yeah. I am a yeah. <laughs> but like the general public that's going to go to a Halloween no. movie, even people that have seen the Halloween movies, are what you remember is the the iconic. You know, yeah. the silhouette of Michael Myers in right. or the standing pursuit. on the street. You know, yeah. South Pasadena, for God's yeah. sake, just standing there in the daylight. Yeah, like, it's with scary. Hall- with Halloween. That movies, was because the daylight. That shot in the daylight scary. is what made it ten times scarier. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The the Halloween movies. I think the thing that's the the best case scenario with a Halloween movie or any slasher movie is that you're scared. Right. If you can't get that, then you at least want to like see good gags or have some like, good, good murders, or, yeah, yeah, good jump scares, whatever. So, I mean, it, I I feel like everybody has become entirely too precious about all our slasher here. Well, I don't know. I don't. I think face. this movie doing well has shown that people aren't there. No, no, no. I, I, but it. I think part of the reason it did well is they're not. They weren't super precious. Right. They weren't precious about the mythology. They said, "Fuck the mythology. Right. We're making a direct sequel." Yeah. So they weren't precious, and I think that's what. Did works they use right. the Carpenter score? Yes. Cool. Because why would you yeah. not? Well, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so just uh, just to wrap this up, what are your other favorite Halloween movies? For like season Halloween specifically, Halloween. well, I mean, for, I, I mean, with the not the not the franchise. Yeah, if we're still doing, you know, we're talking slasher. Out the original them. Nightmare on Elm Street is. Uh, is that a Halloween? Is it take place? On is Halloween? it? He means. Like uh, Halloween. Oh, it takes place on Halloween. It takes place on Halloween. I'll start. Uh, Trick or treat. 
is an anthology. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that movie. Uh, it's got Brian Cox and a bunch of yeah. really good Trick actors in it. Really and it's a lot of fun. I would say that's one of my favorites. Isn't E.T. a Halloween movie? Yes. Yeah, E.T. is yeah. a Halloween movie. I love, I love E.T. It's a Halloween, yeah. yeah. And then you get to see D. Wallace dressed as a sexy cat. Yeah. <laughs> I love sexy cats. And E.T. is a sexy girl. He's a sexy yeah. little lady. Yeah. Okay, this is any other good Halloween movies? <laughs> like, like, what's them pumpkin movies? Pumpkin, pumpkin head? head? Pumpkin head? But those don't take place on Halloween. No, oh, they don't. don't. No, it's just called pumpkin head. Yeah, which is oh. kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of stupid. a misdirect. Yeah, it's stupid. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Kinda Hollow. Kind of Halloween. Huh. Yeah. I mean, they don't say Halloween in the movie, in the no. Tim Burton movie, no, but the but original cartoon yeah. was yeah, Halloween. Was Halloween. Um, was that Charlie Brown Halloween? <laughs> Charlie, yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm trying to think of other horror movies that are set on Halloween. There must be some. What's the Razor Blades in the Apples movie? Razor Blades in the Apples movie. Yeah. Isn't there Razor Blades in the Apples? That's an urban legend, isn't it? No, that I know. I thought that was in a movie. I mean, I'm I have a sure vision it is. of that. That's in Trick or Treat for a no. second. Oh, it is. Like a lot of... Uh, Trick or Treat plays on all the Halloween Right, right. Maybe legends. that's something. Yeah. Trick or treats, really. All right. Well, that's that's our theme discussion, you guys. Halloween. That was great. Yeah. All right, you guys. We get serious. Oye, oye. Courts in session. This is time for movie jail. This is the segment where we put film professionals in on trial for crimes against cinema, where they are usually remanded to the Robert De Niro Federal Penitentiary. Googleplex, <laughs> which uh, which which really kind of takes all of uh, possible criminal justice punishment uh, encapsulated into one giant sprawling campus, uh, and I am the judge, and uh, my bailiff Todd will now uh, bring in uh, uh, Stephen J. Skelton Esquire. Come in, Stephen J. Skelton Esquire. Thank all rise. Thank you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I I have actually I okay well the judge just left to get a beer. Can you get? So, do you have extras? Is, this is unprecedented. Uh, actually, I've sat on juries in LA and it's not it's not unprecedented. So uh, I have kind of a quick case. It's a, a petition to, to I'll bring decide the, if it's quick or not. Bring before the court. Because uh, as I was preparing my case, I uh, came across some news that uh, really irritated me. Um, I, I know this may not be this may be outside the court's jurisdiction. Uh, me and the bailiff are having a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to listen and relax. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to you. It's, to really, it's a really relaxed courtroom. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like I, night court basically. <laughs> I know we don't have a TV jail, but if possible. I'd like to round up everyone at NBC that was involved in giving Megyn Kelly $69 million to be a racist nitwit on their network and put them in prison. That's money Universal could have used to fund a half a dozen indie films featuring diverse filmmakers. Instead, NBC Universal spent that money on a middle-aged woman who claimed to not know on national television that blackface was wrong and racist <laughs> and then proceeded to air a segment discussing blackface with a panel that included no black people. Uh-huh. 
Now, How do you discuss black people? <laughs> expecting, <laughs> expecting any more than this kind of ignorant behavior from her was an exercise of willful stupidity on NBC's part. The entire fiasco was 100% their fault. They knew exactly who they were hiring. I don't know. I mean, maybe we could have the... See, what really upsets me <laughs> about this is seeing the news now that now we're going to have to put up with the on like weeks and months of news reports of NBC and Kelly fighting over her exit package and how many millions of dollars she's going to get to go away after this oh. and Damn, so that, got, I will go away for so much less money and if you know I don't know if there's anything this court can do if it can take these executives everyone that was involved in signing off on uh, this hiring maybe have them chased by the angry dogs or do something. It's just, it was very frustrating. Listen, here's, here's what I can say. As, as a film court, <laughs> I do not have jurisdiction. I, I understand. Uh, the film Pigs uh, is sort of the, the overseers of this court. But I mean, I think he makes a good argument. However, He's talking about money that uh, a corporation that makes movies could have spent on movies. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I don't mean to be out of line. I'm just a bailiff. But I, he makes a good point. Listen, bailiff, chill. Maybe we're being cheated on a good. Here's point. what I'll say. I will recommend this the case to TV Court, <laughs> where they will be remanded to the Jimmy Smiths. Uh, <laughs> Penitentiary. There are look. There are Jimmy Smith. Why Jimmy Smith? <laughs> oh, he, he, he knows what Jimmy he did. Smith never did anything wrong. He's a delight. He knows what he's wonderful. Did. He's not a De Niro of TV. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am offended. There are rumblings that there's. There's going to be more merging of the world as the performers become more fluid and Julia Roberts is doing TV. This is why I brought it before the court. Yeah, I, do, I do not currently have jurisdiction. I will I recommend it. What I will say is I can say I could pass this judgment that Megyn Kelly will never be allowed to be in, involved in any movies. She will not be allowed to attend the movies. <laughs> if someone is so stupid and so fundamentally racist that blackface that that the PCness the 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 mere idea that you have to maybe not be personally offensive to another race or gender or sexuality is is so troubling yeah. and represents such a curtailing and curbing of freedom that you must talk about it on national television, you do you are too fucking stupid. Not only are you too racist to live, you're too fucking stupid to live and too naive, too dumb. She is not Betty White's age. She is my age. Betty White would knows better. Blackface was not okay in the seventies and eighties. No, it wasn't. Meg, she's our age. That's what I'm saying. Uh, wow. I find her. Guilty uh, as a as a, 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 a subset of of the TV court that will surely find her guilty as well. Um, enjoy her fucking blood money, NBC Universal. You're dumb, dumb nitwits. <laughs> Jimmy Smith, though. What? Yeah, Jimmy Smith. I've been drinking. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's, he was good on Dexter. Ah, wait. What? 
Well, we're oh, talking about Smith. Why are yeah. you freaking out? He's a cop. Yeah. He's a lawyer. Yeah. He, what? What? What's wrong, Steve? Why are you okay? I'm just hearing weird. I'm hearing something weird. Uh, nobody's hearing yeah, that. What but else you. is Jimmy Smith stopped? Well, he was at what? the. Mo- Did you hear that? Actually, I heard that. He was the a motorcycle boss. Oh God! Oh, I know what that is. Every time. Okay. It's unbelievable. Let, He's let, like let, a chameleon with just this one clip. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial <laughs> Bazaar line reading. This is where uh, one of our film pigs uh, submits a, a line reading from a recent or, or not recent feature film uh, to feature film, not TV, to, no, um, no, that's to be put forth and decided upon uh, uh, to join um, the Nick Cannon. Uh, Memorial Bizarre Line reading. The Nick Cannon. Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. That's the name of my new show. I play a PI called Nick Cannon. No, Nick Cannon's a guy. He's a guy. Nick Cannon's wilding out. Nick Cage. But it's it's Cannon or not. It's found. Right. It's Nick Cage Cannon. And uh, Todd, who do you have for us? All right, you guys. Um, It's Halloween, so I wanted to find a Halloween uh, clip that would work. I'm going to have a little bit of a preamble so you know what's up. Okay. Uh, Renee Zellweger. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, that Matthew McConaughey fella. Oh, boy. Who's from Texas. Uh, They and their people both tried to stop this movie from ever being released straight to video (laughs) because it's horrible. (laughs) And it's basically Matthew McConaughey abusing women for 84 minutes but he's hysterical in this movie it's called texas chainsaw the next generation and the thing before we play the clip the thing you need to know is that uh, matthew mcconaughey has (laughs) has a has a robotic leg that he can only control (laughs) sorry he has a robotic leg that can only be controlled by tv remotes most of which the batteries don't work on. So he's got a bunch of TV remotes that he uses to work his like leg. Isn't Renee Zellweger in this? Yeah. And in right before what you're about to hear, what she does is finds the one TV remote that works and controls his leg and keeps him from chasing her so she gets away. <laughs> And he's I had six. a sequence like that in one of my specs. <laughs> he's so six. He's six leather face. And at a certain point in this clip, the 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 talking will stop, and what you're hearing is him trying to find a remote that will work on his leg. <laughs> okay, really? play the clip. All right, here we go. Trying to find the remote. You found it. Get that bitch! Go! <laughs> wow. Just, that was just... terrible. <laughs> but, okay, so just so you understand, that entire film sounds just like that. <laughs> You have about a half hour of respite before the last 45 minutes of people just screaming and raping each other and biting each other's faces. It's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. That's great. It's also the best sequel of the franchise. It sounds, it sounds good. 
that's jaunty music. What could that mean? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a game. Oh, fuck. God damn it. We have to do this because you're back? Listen, we're going to play a game. Uh, it's going to be a relatively short one. Oh, good. Because uh, we have to go to a bar. <laughs> but... Um, so David Gordon Green and co-writer Danny McBride are unexpected filmmakers to revive the Halloween franchise. Unexpected, for sure. Mm -hmm. What's next for horror franchises? Who should make new sequels or original movies or just revive the franchise for the following horror movies? Oh, boy. Mm. Each of you will be pitching me. The, the film, filmmaker. The filmmaker. And the... The stars. Okay. So the... Direct, writer, direct, director, writer, director, stars. stars. I need three. Okay. Concept. Concept. And title. Oh, Jesus. This Christ. is way too much. Filmmakers, 10 points total. <clears throat> Cast, 15 total. Concept, 20. And title, three. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It's a lot of work that you put on our shoulders. I'm Todd. You're going to go You're gonna go second. <laughs> oh, great. Skeleton. <laughs> okay. I'd like you to revive. We need. Look, I own. I bought. New Line went out of business. I bought all the rights to oh. all the good horror movies. Oh movie. wow! Oh, that's great. Now I, I need, it's great because I got so many great horror ideas. I need to revive the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Friday. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh, be so Wait, excited. Did the lawsuit end? Who would you like? You worked that out. The so, lawsuit. What lawsuit? The lawsuit that has kept Friday the Thirteenth from being. Uh, oh yeah, I worked that out. Okay. I worked that out. For the last decade. Okay, so Friday the Thirteenth. Re we're reviving it, baby. It's, you can reboot it. You can sequelize it's it. It's good. You yeah. can do whatever you want. I'm gonna let's. We're gonna hire. Let's reimagine it. Uh, let's reimagine it because I'm thinking let's get someone who you know to really uh, take the reins of this thing and uh, give it a new spin, a fresh take. Uh, something what that, I'm looking for. Uh, who's already proven that they can do uh, a big blockbuster genre uh, 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 type of movie and that'll make millions upon millions of dollars. Mm. I'm thinking, let's get Patty Jenkins. Okay. Right? <laughs> who did get, Wonder Woman? Yeah, who did Wonder Woman. All right. Uh, Politi politically smart. Let's get Patty Jenkins. Let's uh, reboot Friday the 13th. Uh, but this time, Jason's a woman. Mm. Ooh, mm. that's going to play well. Right? Okay. That's going to play well. Because people hate women, and they'll yeah. love to watch like people fight off a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and let's, let's get... Uh, let's put... Uh, uh, let's put Charlize Theron oh. as Jeanette. Jeanette. And, and she'll be the killer, and that's the thing. Okay. But we won't see her. Like, now, who are you thinking of for her mom or dad? <clears throat> for the mom or dad, I think. Oh, you know who's mom or dad? Jeanette's. I thought Jeanette was the killer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But Charlize Theron, like her mom and dad would be. Whose pitch is this? I don't know. I just want to. Who is know this about guy? Ages. How did he get into this office? I don't know. He ages uh, don't matter. This is Hollywood. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> mom, let's get Kathy Bates. She's oh. fantastic. Ah, I, I love it. She's always solid. Everybody love loves her. I love it. You know, she she can do any genre. She yeah. can do anything. Yeah, uh, I see her at a camp. Yeah. Mad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mad because everyone ignored her. 
incredibly hot daughter. I see her in a can. And because Charlize is really tall, we, oh, let's yeah. get a tall dad. Um, and she loves uglying herself up. Yeah, Charlize. yeah, exactly, exactly. But not too ugly. Not too ugly. Not too ugly. No, you're kidding me. Come on. She needs, we need a tall dad so we understand why Charlize is tall. Uh, so let's say James Cromwell. Oh, okay. That's mom and dad. How about that? Right? And so it's a family business. And uh, she's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to call Is there a name or... Yeah, I think let's call it... Or a uh, sequel title or... Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, you, you want to stick with Friday the 13th. Yeah, Because that's, you know, valuable yeah. IP. So, you know, you, you want you want to have that. And uh, uh, so I think we'll want some sort of subtitle. Um, you know, it's... Uh, I got a good one. Oh, let's hear She's back. There you go. Oh, so I'm gonna give good. that to you. I'm oh, taking fantastic. one point off from me giving it to you. But <laughs> That's fine. All right, listen. I'm gonna give you seven <laughs> points for Patty Jenkins. She's untested in horror, but it's a, it's a, it, it'll play really well to our base. I'm giving you five, five, and three. Cromwell's not very threatening, uh, but the other two are straight up fives. Uh, He's eight, not very threatening. Have you seen his activism? I'm giving, giving you 18 out of 20 for concept. Flipping genre. Mm-hmm. Solid home run. Fantastic. And two for the title because I came up with it. That's, yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> Instead of three. Todd. <laughs> Todd, please uh, reboot. I just, I got the sweater. I got the knives. <laughs> I want to reboot Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Oh, okay. I need a fresh take. So, the person we need at the helm... You, and you can come up with concept first. I would, uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I want to go in the order. It's going to be easier for me as an okay. retentive guy to go in the order of the things sure. that you want hit. So, I'm going to do uh, Lexi Alexander. Oh, nice. Who's that? Uh, Punisher uh, Warzone Punisher director. Warzone director. Okay. She can do... Uh, and action. she's a martial artist, so she can do action. Gore. She can yeah. do gore. Uh, and she's uh, very extreme as a human being in her opinion so I imagine if she were to make a horror film it would be very extreme and unsettling at least to everybody in the audience who's white <laughs> uh, so I'm into that uh, is she not white? no oh um, so I think the leads the three you want three? yeah uh, so we got a female black director rebooting Freddy right no, no she's, she's not black no, she's, no, no, she's uh, uh, okay. Uh, she's Muslim. Okay, Muslim. No, she's German Arab. German Arab. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So no, and she's an atheist, but her background, but her. You know, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yes, you're right. Um, anyway, uh, the 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 leads. Who 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 do I want to watch be killed? By Freddy Krueger. Who does everybody want to watch get killed? I'm going to start with Miles Teller. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, in addition to Miles Teller, I'm going to do... Uh, maybe as, like... Maybe as the dad? Like, the John Saxon role? I'm going to throw Shia LaBeouf into that? Is Miles Teller's dad? As Miles Teller's dad. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like for the final girl, Who, is there is there a Freddy? I haven't. Oh, you want me to cast Freddy? I'm. It's your pitch, but 
Uh, I don't think his pitch is going very well, but I, you know, I, 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 that's just. I, I was gonna. I thought the obvious choice for Freddie was Robert England, who's still alive and should always play fucking Freddie. If that's what you want to. That's play. what I'm saying. I was gonna do the final girl was image, okay. Im, 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 Imogen poops, poots. All right. Um, but uh, put Robert England as uh, Freddy Krueger. What else do you need? A synopsis. Yeah, what's your what's your what's your slant? What's your twist? Uh, my twist is it's 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 uh, I want to stay very close to the original mm-hmm. in the narrative. I don't want to fuck with that too much because it's so good and it's so scary. Um, if 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 there's any twist, it's that um, what the teenagers realize at the end is they haven't actually been been dreaming um, they're getting everything through sleep deprivation they're getting Freddy through uh, their phones uh, through their iPhones or you know social whatever, smartphones media. social media they're getting it through that thinking they're asleep but they're not asleep they're mm-hmm. actually being influenced through sleep deprivation by social media. Do we have a title? Do we yeah, have a, makes a lot of sense. A tagline? The a title is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Shut off your phones. <laughs> that's right. the tagline. Nightmare on Elm Street. Shut off your phones. And then what was the other thing? Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. it. it okay, just... good. I did everything. All right, I'm going to give you seven for the director because she sounds very diverse, and that's where we're. She's we're... killer. She's killer. I'm only giving you a four, one, and a three for the cast. Shia LaBeouf uh, cannot play Miles Teller's dad. He's about <laughs> the same age. Um, no, he's not. He's at least ten years older. Okay. Maybe what, ten years like, older. Put him fucking makeup on him. This is Hollywood. Uh, I'm going to give you 15 for the concept. For oh, you okay. Guys. Thanks. Thank you. And one for the title. Um, How many could I have gotten for the title? Three. Why Why are you not giving me... It's called A Nightmare on Elm Street. That's how you reboot. Halloween, the biggest grossing slasher film of all time, is called fucking Halloween, and you're giving me shit for calling A Nightmare on Elm Street reboot A Nightmare on Elm Street. No, you called it, you called it turn off your phone, colon, turn off your phone. (laughs) No, that was the tagline. That was not colon, that was not a colon. points for tagline. It was not a colon, it was a tagline. You said, what's the title and the tagline? I'm giving you points for a tagline or a title. You should give me three points for the title. You, you didn't come up with it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Skelton. Yeah. Uh, child, child's Play. Child's Play. That was a good movie. <laughs> Love Child's Play. Oh, boy. It's got Chucky. Yeah. He's a doll. So, He's yeah. a good guy. Your friend till the end. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, get out of the room. <laughs> okay, so Child's Play. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's think about who would... Okay, I want child's play. I want... Let's talk parents. Yeah. Because we got our parents. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Chris Maloney. Oh, As the God. dad. Damn it. That's right? good. And, and uh, Linda Cardellini as the mom. Those are the parents. Wow. Um, and then we'll find some, you know, uh, unknown, you know, young kid. We, you know, we'll, we'll we'll do a search for that. Um, uh, uh, maybe or maybe that young Sheldon kid. Okay. Maybe the kid. What about Ch- who's Chucky? That's the important. Well, no, that's what we got to get to now. That's because that's really important. Because uh, I mean, Brad Dorff's still around, right? Yeah, maybe you should just. But I think. 
I'm looking to revive. I'm yeah, I think we crazy. need some new energy with Chucky. Yeah. I think we need to kind of revitalize oh, Chucky. Oh, has worked so great yeah. for all the franchises. <laughs> yeah, so we need to Jackie get... Jackie Earl Haley revitalized <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> we need to get... And whatever that thing was in the new Leprechaun really worked. <laughs> we need to get yeah a, a new voice for Chucky. Uh, uh, like... Um, Let's see, you know, maybe somebody like a, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just thought Harvey Firestein for a second, but no. Uh, he's not available. Yeah, he's not available. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I, have, I have Todd in the waiting room. I gotta, I gotta I'm sorry. hurry this I'm up. Kind of, I'm, well, Chucky's a very important character. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank on, uh, oh, Let's make Chucky a little funnier, but keep him sinister. Okay. Let's get Patton Oswalt okay. as the voice of Chucky. I like it. What's That's your cool. What's your concept here? Who's a filmmaker? What? what okay, we, so get, let's see. Here's our concept. Let's um, Let's go with uh, 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 oh. Uh, let's get uh, Watiti, uh, the Ragnarok director. Tight, ty- 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 How the hell do you pronounce his name? Ty- Taika Waititi? Taika. Taika. Taika, yeah. Um, let's get right. him. I like it. Because that's, because, you know, he's done, uh, yeah. he's done a horror comedy. He's done big comic book stuff. I love he it. He can handle he's everything. Comedy. I, he's comedy, I like gonna it. He's going to bring in this a, all good. this great new energy. This is that's great. Um, nice, dude. That's good choice. And, uh, what's the concept, though? What's our... What's our new twist? What's the new, our, well, the new twist is it, a, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, let's. It's is it a, an homage. It's is a it? reboot. And but here's the thing: is yeah. the Chucky dolls are a dual-purpose doll now. It's we have like an Elon Musk type character who's oh, manufacturing oh, all these is, dolls who are children's this is companions. Hip. This is hip. But they also can drive cars. I like oh, it. Shit. I like it. So they have all these abilities pre-programmed. So we're talking and, AI. Yeah. So it's like an AI type of thing. I'm into that it. That goes wrong, horribly oh, wrong. Oh yeah, as they always do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you should have an Elon Musk type character, but of we'll course. talk about that later. And we'll call it Child's Play Point Out. <sighs> I gotta say that's a solid title. Yeah. I'm giving you a straight up nine for the director, four four five for for actors. I gotta give you a seventeen for the concept and three for the title. <laughs> So Todd, so I'm I'm gonna cut this short because I don't want to do all six. <laughs> there were six of them. Yeah, so we're gonna do one more. No, there were only three each. Oh, so we're gonna do one more. And Todd, this is I'm gonna give you your choice. I would like all three of mine. I don't know why we're cutting this short. I've already been fucked <laughs> by, by your... your fucking bullshit judgments. <laughs> but whatever, give me the la- my last one, my last shot at winning this thing. Go ahead. I'm, but I'm gonna give you your choice. Uh, there are three. <laughs> Do you not want a choice? No, no. Give me a choice of hills to die on. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Wow. You're like, my daughter reacts better when I give her like three different dresses to wear in the morning. <laughs> Fine. You pick something out. That's because you're an abusive parent. Fine. You don't love your daughter. I will now ne- let's go. Give me my I, choices. How about I narrow down choices for you? No. <laughs> Today I was like, all right, do you want me to pick? 
okay. <laughs> so I drag her naked into the car. And I'm like, we'll decide on the way to school. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm picking these three. And then we get to school. I want the pumpkin one. <laughs> I didn't fucking bring the pumpkin one. Because you didn't. It's, okay. It's weirdly related How much because like I'm a three often dragged naked into cars. <laughs> Todd. Ah, screaming. Here's your three choices. Here's your three choices. Saw. Uh-huh. Final Destination. Or Hellraiser. What do you want to reboot, remake? What do you what do you got a vision for? Hellraiser. Yeah. Cause it, if if a franchise ever needed to be saved, it's Hellraiser. <laughs> Uh, all right. My reboot of Hellraiser would be. Uh, There's all the filmmakers in the world. I know. Available. To I know. Me. I know. All the actors in the world. I know. So many. So many. I want my Hellraiser to be remade by um, Steve McQueen. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm on board. Uh, and I would like my Hellraiser reboot to star as. I mean, I think the three main characters that really mattered in the original Hellraiser are the mother... F- Wait. So there's the demon. Do you want me to cast a demon? you got to cast Pinhead. you got to cast All right. Pinhead. I'll cast Pinhead. Give me a break. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to do, I think, the dad character and the daughter character are yeah. probably the most important yeah. mm-hmm. outside of Pinhead, although the mom's really important. But for the daughter, uh, I'm going to go with... Oh boy, I really am not well versed in young actors. Um, I mean, I think the daughter could be played by. Is she too old now, Kristen Stewart? Is she too old? How old are you looking? I mean, I mean, I think the daughter needs to be seventeen, eighteen years old. I mean, Kristen like, ha- she's old, like yeah. too old for that. Uh, who's seventeen and eighteen? Haley Stanfield. Who's that? Haley Stanfield, she was in True Grit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, Haley Stanfield, good, good call. Um, I will go with that uh, for the father. Um, I'm going to use uh, Steve Skelton's uh, early casting choice of Christopher Maloney because <laughs> that guy can fucking play hella crazy and fucked up and funny. Yeah. Which uh, I think is important for the uh, franchise. It's kind of right on, on my coattails, but that's... Pinhead's... That's super hard to cast. Um, but I'm going to go with... To give it... To give I, it... I, to I give it pin. like a fresh spin and like a... a, a and like a... Like both scary... Like comedic mm-hmm. enough to take you... To take you into a place where you're somewhat comfortable... And then be scary enough to like actually make you scared after you're comforted by the comedy. I'm gonna go with Michael Keaton. Ooh, I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, it's not my. I, but uh, that's that's really good. See, I I, I would have gone with who's an actor who uh, has piercing eyes and does crazy fun voices. Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, but I, I, I was gonna go. With Steve McQueen, uh, I was going to pick uh, Idris Elba or Ooh. Donald Glover. Ooh, Idris. Idris would but, be but, a, but I like, I like Michael. Pin. I like Michael Keaton. Oh, that's a good point. I was just saying. Can I, might, wait, wait. He might can want I, African-American can I, pinhead. Can I, change, can I change casting? Is it too late? No. 
I mean, I already give you a four, five, and five, so you pretty much maxed out anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just keep. I'll, I'll just. I'll leave it. What's your that. concept? Uh, my concept is it's 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 basically a straight reboot. Um, you don't need to mess with the Hellraiser concept too much because it's got demons and stuff, and phones and tech don't matter too much. I mean, you can have that in your house, in, you know, in the house, in the movie, and people are dealing with it, but it ultimately doesn't matter when you're dealing with demons from hell. Sure. Uh, so for me, it would be like a straight reboot, just modernized enough uh, to make what is modern about it not matter once you're up in the attic with the, with the demons. Um, All right, so and you can always, the puzzle box can always do stuff to phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a remake. There's a remake. Straight remake. It's a straight remake. Yeah. All right. With the I I would say the title is Hellraiser because why would you fuck with the title Hellraiser? It's really good. If I had a tagline, it would be uh, Hellraiser. What the hell? All right. I'm giving you a ten for director, four four five, sixteen for for you know concept, and two for the title. All right, guys. We're tallying the scores. I'm n- no, I don't want to. It's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. It's da, 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 wait, wait, what's the real? It's fine. Mm. If Skeleton won. You like? No, I don't. Stuff. I don't. I don't really want to. Uh, you always like Skeleton stuff better than mine. That's cool. <laughs> we can just keep going with the podcast. Everything's <sighs> great. God. Couldn't you just said he won? Oh look, Todd won. No, I mean no, before I don't, when I don't, he might have when he might have believed believe anything. It. I don't believe anything you guys say. Bottom five list. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. In honor of Halloween, uh, when this is coming out, these are the worst popular candies. <laughs> <laughs> I will take umbrage but with no, anyone that I but disagree no, with. No, no, abba zabas or big cherry or like obscure or <laughs> shit. Okay. Number five, Twizzlers. Yeah, yeah they're kind of I'm a Red Vines guy. Suck. Number four. I don't like either of them. Number four. One's plastic, one's wax. Number four. <laughs> That's so true. Number four. This is a fine candy. It's completely pointless. Because it takes what's good about Snickers and what's kind of good about Milky Ways and just gives you the shittiest part, which is nougat. <laughs> and that's a Three Musketeers bar. Yeah, no one likes bullshit. a fucking Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers is bullshit. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like a candy bar that's not even trying. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's like a, that's the hand job of candy bar. <laughs> dry. That's the dry, dry hand, hand job. <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing, but no one's going to choose it. Yeah. Would given all the options. No one's gonna choose it. It's nougat. Number three, I'm gonna go payday. Oh yeah, I don't remember what is in there. It's, it's, it's peanuts surrounding nougat. Yeah, it's just it's just without a no bunch chocolate. Of, a bunch of peanuts stuck to nougat. It's like ba- it's like a baby Ruth <laughs> Wait, without the chocolate. There's no chocolate. No, it's no. just a bunch of not even a shell. No, no, a bunch of you take a nougat like like little little tube and and dump a bunch of peanuts around it. That's it. That's all. That, it's trying almost as you know little as a. It's like there was shit that fell off the factory yeah. line, all and then the yeah. like, fell and then yeah. the, the workers were like, "We're eating this nougat." Yeah, it's like the Parliament cigarette of candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two. I've been. I'm going raisinets. Oh yeah, fuck raisinets because it's got that. raisins. It's garbage. Yeah. yeah, raisins are shit. And then, I'm just because it sticks around. I don't know why. Number one worst candy bar, Chunky. 
It's yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is that? I don't that? know. It's it's a big hunk of <laughs> gross chocolate with raisins in it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck chocolate. You get so many points for not putting candy corn on there. So many oh. points. Too easy, too easy. It's too easy. I like candy corn. And now, I li- and I like candy corn too. And, um, and um, in, in all that negativity, a moment of positivity. The best candy. This is a three-way tie. Uh-huh. Twix. Oh, I love Twix. Fuck yeah. Reese's. Yeah. Me. And M&M's. Yeah. I, I, I'm on board with that. Indispensable. You can't yeah. go wrong. M&M's are good. Kit Kat. I like, I look, I like a Kit Kat. I, I will not, I will not kick a Kit Kat out of bed. But it's not one of the top three. No, I, I would say a Kit what Kat. What about a Butterfinger? What not top. Butter? I, that's like six. That shit's in your molars for days. You can eat that for days. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could, you, could, you could survive in the wild on that. For... Well, I take five bars really good too. But that's not, that came, uh, came later. And where, uh, where are you at a hundred grand? I'm not that big big on them. I do like a whatchamacallit. Oh, oh I do. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen a whatchamacallit in forever. It's pleasantly crispy. Do you, where do you get whatchamacallit? I like junior mints. Can you get me some whatchamacallit? Junior mints are yeah. fine. Yeah. Junior, I'm not into the minty stuff. Anyway. Seriously though, can you, where do you get whatchamacallit? You can just get them, you can just get them, you can just buy them. I've not seen them anywhere. Oh I, yeah, I, you're, I, you're, I, look, trade in some of your, your, your speakers in the ceilings and you can... <laughs> Afford a what's it I'm not trading those in. I can't afford a hundred grand, grand bar. <laughs> but the ironic thing about a hundred grand bars, they're only like a couple bucks. Listen, uh, this is the Film Pigs <laughs> podcast, you guys. Uh, uh, my name is Stephen Falk. Um, on behalf of Todd Robert Anderson and Stephen J. Skeldon, uh, our, our music is by Adam Blau. Adam Blau. Uh, Blau. Blau. And Public Enemy. Um, <laughs> uh, unlicensed. And uh, uh, we'll be back next month um, for the November edition of this podcast. If you like us, subscribe. Don't say, it doesn't matter. We, we don't do this for any, we're not, we're not normal. Venmo. <laughs> Just Venmo us a lot of cash <laughs> so we can all go buy candy. Yeah, we're not on a network. Don't tell know, Amber Heard uh, what I said about her. <laughs> um, she's lovely. But tell her I'd like to hang out. Not like in a dating way just to talk to her because she sounds fun. Yeah, good. That doesn't sound creepy at all, Todd. She likes a drink. I just, I like Amber Heard. Bye, everybody.